0: sunday night calling show this is your show where your opinions count your matters everything else we've got a few different rules that we're going to try and come up with today to try and keep hold of um of the chat so that we don't misunderstand the point you're saying or doing so um yeah good evening to everybody everyone in the chat so far so uh carl connor uh ted you are the three early birds in there good evening to you um Right then, it's been forced to be announced. It was quite weird, I suppose, because uh, Daniel right, and Daniel and everyone else. It was quite weird yesterday. Um, Jones was one to four on. And everyone you spoke to was going, yeah, bookies are never wrong. Bookies are never wrong. And then in the space of two hours, um, Edwards has gone from nine to four. To two to one, didn't he, Ben? It was, wasn't it? Nine to one, wasn't it? Nine to one to two to yeah, one. Yeah,
2: it, it was pretty close in the betting, yeah. wasn't it? And then obviously the there was two days of obviously sustained Jones chat. And Jones went into to one to four. And then yesterday morning, obviously I stuck it in the group. He was about not he went out to nine to one, Edwards. And then by by full time, he was odds on again.
0: Yeah, and it was weird because I think a lot of money maybe got piled on Edwards because, obviously, Jones was at the Birmingham game. Um, it looks as if if you listen to Richard Cowley's podcast, which, obviously, don't do now. Listen to, you know, <laughs> later on. Um, or just listen to us and you don't need to listen to it, really, because there weren't a lot in it, to be honest. Um, and Adam Barrett is staying. And um, it looks as if... We are getting um, two pretty much ex-Chelsea youth uh, development uh, people as coaches. Not, We aren't getting a manager. We are getting a head coach, um, which, if I'm honest, it makes sense because that means now that Aldo can do his role, what he was employed to do in the first place, rather than obviously employed halfway through Gary's reign and it was sort of thrown in a position. He can now do that um, because he, he is director of football as well as such, and he, I think, operations, director operations or something, wasn't
3: he? Yeah, like director of, of I think it's like football operations set of football prices. Yeah. It's a weird job title which basically simplified down translates to the director of football.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, years and years ago, I used to sell double glazing when I was about 17 and my job title was an interior exterior design consultant, but I was a double glazing salesman in the morning. I went round knocking on doors and in the afternoon evening, I went round basically sitting in people's houses and forcing them to buy a double glazing and make huge amounts of commission from it. So yeah, Um, but it was good. I only got removed from a house once by the police. True story. And, um, yeah, it was, it was it was good fun. But that's another, another thing. Right, then, let's crack on and uh, and welcome aboard. Um, you know, Stephen, obviously, is there. We don't need much introduction with Ben because he's here, but he's not been drinking. But, ladies and gentlemen, just for your popular, utter demand and to prove that we have not locked him away, <laughs> the one and only Negative Dan is back.
3: Hello. Good evening. I, I'm safe. I'm free. I have lighting in my room. Um, I'd love to say it's a wonderful Sunday, but it, it's not quite. Can I
4: just can I just jump in before we before we move on, Mickey? You were talking about just then your um, job uh, in a previous life as a double glazing salesman. If there's anyone in the chat that's looking for a pyrotechnic uh, expert and a a firework a firework expert. If you can message Ben at the end of the show, he's uh, he's the he's the go-to man on this uh, on this bonfire night. So um, I could
0: I could load your video up here, Ben. <laughs> yeah, up. you could do it at
2: the end of the show, mate. See how it goes. Yeah, we'll see,
0: we'll leave you hanging everyone to the end of the show, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah just, it means just, you have to stay. Yeah, if we get you, wanna... <laughs> if we get the numbers right up, then we'll do it, all right.
4: But yeah, but yeah, Ben's your go-to man on this bonfire night, and oh, for, yeah, uh, for your for your New and, Year's and, and onward,
3: um, yeah. <laughs> Well done for buying lights. There we go. Well, rumor has it, this is um, the firework that Ben's just launched, just landed outside, is lighting up my room now. So.
0: Look, <laughs> look, Dan, look, see, they're all in here. Look, Dan is upgrading the torch light to a side light lamp. Yeah, nice. You know I mean? It's all going on here? So, um, well done, Dan. Um, oh, it did um did Cray Valley beat Charlton? No, it was one-one. It was one-one. No. So I was just someone said he said sorry to mention Charlton, but. Yeah. They said they nearly filled the away. Yeah, that was the thing. I listened to radio earlier when they were talking about, um, when they were talking about Cray and, um, and they they were saying that they don't normally get six, uh, don't normally get 2000 fans at home yet. All of a sudden they got 2000 fans at Charlton and it was like, yeah, we don't get that at home, but all of a sudden we have now. I don't know if right anyone right.
3: listens to um the the BBC London Sports Radio show, but um when the first round draw got made, um they had a Cray Valley fan on and um Nick Goodwin, the presenter. He said to him, "I'm sure you're just happy a day out." And his response was, uh, "To be honest, most of us are Millwall down at Cray, so we're probably looking <laughs> for a result here." To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what
0: someone else said to me that there was loads of Millwall there. So um yeah, but yeah, so then, gents, um. I Think we'll come to the game yesterday and other bits and pieces um, later on. Thanks for your words there, Mike. I saw them and we're put in. Um what we're gonna do is uh, the way what we think we're gonna do with the comments, uh good evening, everyone, 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 everyone. Um, is the first part of the chat we're gonna do. If if you comment on it, because what happens, which means Stephen have realized, is that those of you who are in the chat now, you've been watching this for six and a half minutes. There are some people who come to us late and then watch us from the beginning. Uh-huh. So they will then be slightly delayed to where we might be commenting. So what we're going to do is split it up a bit when we do the comments. So this first bit where we're going to be talking about Edwards, if you come in now or later, just when you do the when you put in the chat, just put either one at the beginning and one at the end, the number one, and then we know that that's about Edwards. So that it, 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 we're going to see if it works. If it don't work, then we'll figure out something else. But it's just because some people might come 20 minutes in, they're watching from the beginning and they're answering questions or answering something from the beginning, and we just get highly confused, don't we, Stephen? Well, you do.
4: Well, it's it's just one of those where, like, we try and go through all the comments and, and we're talking and then we will have loads relating to one thing and then, Something comes out of nowhere, and we're a bit like, uh, We don't know what we're talking about, so we thought we'd try it and, and and see how it goes. So, um, and we're easily confused over here at that middle pod, so, um, yeah. we, <laughs> well, need all the we need all the help we can get.
0: No, that's it, right? Let's start on that, right? As far as we can think, head coach is purely because we're going to what Aldo is, so Aldo is basically in in no other words really he is a director of football at Millwall so he's he does the recruitment and you know everything around that so what we think is is uh Edwards is coming in as head coach not manager because of the the structure can be changed or the the, the positions can be changed now so he's pretty much the manager in all intensive purposes apart from Aldo's job title sort of covers the director of football and recruitment and scouting and everything else. So I think it's just easier to have a head coach um, rather than a manager because then that lets um, Aldo fulfil his position. But anyway, uh, Dan first, um, and then I'll come to you, Stephen, and then you, Ben. Um, Personally, I'm quite excited to have Edwards. I think it's quite a bold move from the club. I think it's a different route. Um, I'm glad that we haven't gone on the usual managerial merry-go-round what we normally do. And, um, yeah, I am quite excited for it, if I'm honest.
3: I think as well, when you look at how well Kieran McKenna's done at Ipswich and how well, in particular as well, John is doing um, at Portsmouth at the moment too, young players you know quite fresh out the game doing really well you know it does give us a lot of excitement moving forwards um you know and you kind of look at some of the caliber of the players that um edwards has worked with in his career before and you know it does that it does sound very exciting and you know it's nice to um nice to go down a different route i don't think many of us kind of saw this coming until we got the um until there was that post by the Daily Mail journalist the other week. And um, I've just seen the comment flash up on screen as well. Um, You know, there's going to be a lot of, you know, youth players that are probably rubbing their hands, the likes of SA and Amaku and Brook Norton Cuffey. um, They're going to be, you know, rubbing their hands at the prospect of coming in, uh, working with this bloke who's seen a lot of players come through the Chelsea Academy and, you know, gone on to quite big things. So I think it's quite exciting, um, you know, and, you know, that is kind of my only concern is that he doesn't have much experience. And also he has worked under Lampard, who I was very much against the idea of getting when that, uh, when Rabbit first went. You know, I think Lampard's name was thrown about a little bit by a couple of fans. I was very much anti-Lampard, you know, it does concern me a little bit that his only first team football experience has mainly came with Frank Lampard. Um, but, you know, it is an exciting appointment. And, you know, I'm interested. Not really. I around.
0: mean, he was assistant. He won he the went Champions up with, um, League with Chelsea.
3: Yeah, but he went. Uh, so Lampard gave him his promotion. And then when they um been Lampard off, he stayed with um, Tuchel at Chelsea for a little bit. And then went back to Lampard at Everton when Lampard got offered the Everton job. Hmm. So he's still he, has got, he, he has got experience yeah and obviously you know you he's got a Champions League Z, medal yeah, yeah, yeah can too many mean? players have done that too many coaches so he would have done that at Millwall so you know it is exciting don't get me wrong but you know I'm just trying to be I suppose it's just me trying to be my usual little bit of a yes. negative trying to be ne- so trying negative to be, dance trying to be a negative bit more balanced
0: trying to be we're going to get you a little, we're gonna have to get you a little theme tune mate didn't we so, um, <laughs> so it's there so then Stephen thoughts fella well first of all I just got to I like your built-in wardrobe, by the way.
4: Thank you. I've got one um, as well. Just a little bit on for the listeners. I, I was looking, I was doing a little bit of research on um, the head coach, manager, title. And this is from the Offside Rule podcast. There's an article all about it. And I'm just going to read a, a, just a quick snippet from it. The key differences between the roles between a manager and a head coach. A manager has complete control over his staff transfers and player contracts, unless, of course, they're working under a meddling owner. While a head coach just trains and picks the team, with the owner or director of football taking the pressure of them by dealing with the rest. So essentially, we've brought in joe edwards to improve our first team and to coach our first team players and to to affect results on the pitch he's not dealing with stuff and necessarily a lot of stuff off the field he might get involved with it but he's he's sole his sole focus is that he's brought in to impact at the team in a positive way and get positive results for me personally i am really excited that we've gone down a completely different route i don't I'm not saying you know i I tweeted during the week I would have been I would have been really happy with Edwards and content with Jones I still would have been content with Jones it would I don't think it would have been um a bad move but I really really am happy that we're going down the route of something completely different to my knowledge most of our managers in our in my time at least have been managers they haven't been head coaches so it is we are kind of going going in a in a different direction um I think it's a really good appointment. I think we're going to tap in a lot to the youth system, at potentially Chelsea and other Premier League clubs. He would have worked alongside a lot of young players in the under twenties that are playing all over the country that are probably not getting in their first teams at whatever clubs they're they're based at. So I think um, I honestly think it's a, it's a really really exciting time. I, I will say. Um, and I know there's a couple of supporters that, that feel this. At Millwall, we expect results from day one. This isn't going to be a quick process. We, we, we're we going to have to give him time. We are going to have to, and I, I use the term loosely, trust the process. Um, but I think if we if we trust in him and give him the tools that he needs to make this team better, I think long term it it will be a good appointment. A risk, but every manager we could have appointed would have been a risk. And I think it was a risk worth taking
0: hundred percent. We'll come to some of the comments in a minute. Got it, Ben. Your thoughts, fella?
4: Yeah, it's similar to the lads, really, Mickey.
2: I think um or similar to Stevens, but I was more if we'd have got Nathan Jones, I'd have been very happy. The longer it kind of went on or more that Edwards got appointed and we kind of learned a little bit more about him, I, I started to get a little bit more excited with it. Um I'm really happy we've actually gone down this route. I didn't think we would get a sort of a left field name like we have, um, the coaching piece versus manager piece, I suppose that'll be the only thing that might concern me is because if he's going to come in and change his playing style, I'd want him to have a bit of a handle on who he wants to bring in, right? I think it's common knowledge that we're all not overly keen on, on Aldo's ability to find us the right players. Um, so, But,
0: but yeah, we don't we... actually know, do we, what Aldo does? True. We just, but... we, we there's speculation that you know, a lot of the players were coming before were ones who Rarit had been watching before and everything else. But you know, I think, I think we just look and see because Algo now is going to be fulfilling the role what he was actually employed to do, um, and and the way they've set up things. So again, it, you know, pretty much it's a, it's a new, um, it's a new beginning. The only downside yeah. is Barrett is staying, allegedly.
2: Yeah, and I think from, look, from, a, from a coaching perspective, from, again, what we've all seen, it's probably only been the same threads that we've seen on Twitter and social media, but it seems like he couldn't be any more highly thought of than, than anyone else really out there. Every, every article I've read, every interview I've heard, every mention from ex-players or anyone who's ever worked with him have, have said what a top quality coach he is. And if he's coming to coach, then, yeah, it's an exciting time interesting
0: but no. exciting that's it well we'll bring us all back in we like this and obviously john Pruden says remember that george graham was our best manager um i mean some will say it's doherty but yeah i get where you're coming from um and he was a youth coach at qpr with no experience before coming to us
4: uh look i i think that, that whoever we brought in there would be pros and cons it doesn't matter unless we were bringing in Pep Guardiola, right? Which obviously is not going to happen. You were always going to get, well, we've got this on this hand, but we could also run the risk of X, Y, Z, whether it be Bill, Jones, Warnock, Muscat, whatever. So I just, I think it's, I think it's the right time to, to make this change the clubs evolving. I know we have an issue perhaps with where, how it's evolving with the supporters, but behind the scenes, it's not, John Berylson anymore, unfortunately. It's James Berrelson. Rowett was at the club for four years. He's no longer there. It's, it's, it's a brand new, it's, it's, it's time to go in a brand new direction. And the way to do that is to go down this route. So I, I, I think it, I, I think that, that quote is, 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 is quite important. You know, he was a youth coach, he had no experience. You know, Kieran McKenna, what, what did he do really before going to Ipswich? And he's now got them flying through, through the Football League. So, um, yeah, I don't think the experience the only thing that, that and Ben touched on it and I would agree is that as long as he's not completely shut off from the transfer dealings and things like that, I'm assuming that would have been discussed and you know, and we have to maybe have a little bit of trust in Aldo, but he he's gonna ha- he's gonna he's obviously gonna go to them and say, This is the type of player I want. Their job is to then go and maybe pick, I don't know, five or six players that fit that mould. And then there's a discussion to be had. As long as that's the kind of thing that's happening, I think we'll be okay.
3: Especially, you yeah, no, no Edwards have got Edwards will have as well in the game. You know, he's been at Chelsea for a very long time. Was at Everton, and then in the England under twenty setup. So he's going to have some contacts, and you know, players would have worked with him before, and probably can give him a, a he's, you know a good
0: reference. I think he's thirty seven. Yeah. Um, Steve is 37. He's been at Chelsea twenty-seven years with playing, um, allegedly. Um, so yeah, he he came out of football at about sixteen, didn't he, really? And then sort of went done, straight into coaching. Went done a few little bits lower league or whatever, and then went straight into uh, yeah, straight into coaching. So um yeah, I mean I'm really excited with it. I think it's I I think it's probably the boldest move. Millwall's ever done with a manager, probably Mm. apart from George Graham, maybe.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, I think for us here, we probably that's probably a little bit before before our time. So I'm only really focusing on necessarily who I've seen and how I've seen the club run. This is not something that I ever thought I would see in my time supporting Millwall. Time will tell if it's the right decision, but we've got to back him. Those going to Sheffield Wednesday, I, I know there's a few us, three of us lads, um, um, going up there. I think there'll be an expectation, but also there'll be people there that, that they want to support him, and that's the right way to go about it. We have to support this guy, and and you know the next home game, whenever it is, get behind him. Okay. You know, you don't want to turn up and just be sort of clapping for the sake of clapping or cheering or whatever, but give him time, get
0: behind him, and I think we'll be all right. Here's an interesting comment for you, boys. He needs to build the team around Essay. He's our most creative player and hasn't played a minute in three of the last four games. I'm sure Edwards will see the potential. Now, what's your thoughts on that then, gents? Let's remove it so we can see your lovely faces. Are you on a laptop, Dan? I am, yeah, I'll tilt it down. Yeah, just tilt it down, yeah. that's, bad,
2: that's oh, I'm happy to start on that. One, Mickey. I'm, listen, like, we all know what SA's potential is, but I think you've got to be very mindful in the championship and what how physically demanding a championship is to chuck in SA Amaku, and and think that we're going to pin our hopes on these young lads. Yes, they've got all the potential in the world. Yes, they're great players or going to be great players, but... Amaku um, started against Blackburn and he had probably the worst 45 minutes since getting into the first team. Didn't he, he really struggled. And I think you've got to bleed these players in slowly, I think, sometimes. And again, you look at the impact they had first game of the season. That seems like a fucking long time ago now. But you look at the impact they had coming off the bench and, and having that pace and bit of directness. Yes, I think they're going to be the future of the, of the first team. But I think we just need to be careful about chucking them in and expecting them to do amazing things week in, week out.
0: No, I agree with you. I agree. And I agree completely with what Mark said. That was probably my biggest fear with Jones because he is supposed to be an absolute nightmare of a fella, really fiery and all that, that he potentially could have upset the dressing room. Again, you don't know what's, um, you know, what's what. But the fact that I think he's been at Chelsea so long, and I think he's probably got such a great relationship with them, hopefully it means that they will use us as their feeder club maybe and we get some of their youth. You and just I mean? on
2: that as well, one of his roles at Chelsea, I, I put in our, um, our WhatsApp chat earlier, one of his roles was loan manager, which means he manages or is like that, that conduit when the young lads are out on loan at the clubs and find yeah. that how they're getting on, reporting back to obviously Chelsea with match reports, etc. So So, um, yeah, if he can tap into that. Yeah, great. If they can spend another billion pound on 20-year-olds, I'll be delighted.
0: Mm. Got it, Stephen or Ben. Stephen or Dan, even. Who wants to come in on that other comment about SA? Uh,
3: I'll, t- I'll take it. You know, I think we it's quite similar to Ben. We all know SA's potential. Um, but, you know, this lad's developed a lot of young players and I think SA will be rubbing his hands and, you know, I think he's going to be looking, obviously we'll have a good look at the squad this week. And I think he's going to be looking at ways where he can possibly fit in, um, you know, um, SA, Imaku, Brook Norton-Coffee. You may see Mitchell get a few more games in the midfield again. You may see Adam Malachi get a few run outs at left back, particularly while Brian's out the team. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of change. A lot of these players, they still haven't played much men's football, And it is an absolute brutal league. I read a little bit about on Edwards earlier saying um, when he was um, uh, going into that Chelsea loan manager, I went and watched a player that he sent out on loan to League One. And he said that that player competed in more 90 minutes of like heading uh, duels than he'd ever made him doing training. So that was a massive learning curve for him. So I think it's just little things like that. You know, hopefully if he can help shape the young players to be more physical and stuff. Um, and cope with the demands of the league as well as obviously improving their kind of you know technical ability, the way they read the game, and stuff like that.
0: That'd be fantastic. No, that's it, I suppose you're right there. Um, just
2: on the physicality piece as well, there's a thread I don't know if you saw that, Dan, but that where he talks about um, so when he was the manager of the under 23 side at Chelsea, they played Plymouth, and he said that he knew it was going to be a really physical game. And he said, in again, in, in, in the pre match warm up, he made them sort of, yeah get used to doing a lot of heading and when he's in the change room and things like that. So again, he kind of, if that's his level of detail and understand that he knows that they need to do that. Yeah. It's only going to be a good thing for the young lads.
0: Massively. Massively. I I think there's, I think there's real thinking about this. If I'm honest with you, I think that we're still looking at this new training ground. Okay. I don't think it's started yet, but it will be starting shortly. And I think that having Edwards in with, the youth experience, and I feel that things what have gone on with the academy lot and all that lot, I don't necessarily think that we've got the knowledge and expertise, what we've had there. Obviously, um, with the sad passing of people like Mick Beard and um, Bob Pearson and um, some others what have left, I think this is the foundations being built to basically look at the youth and look at, I mean, um, I don't know who it was who said it, but it basically he, he made a point, which was quite a valid point. Um, where are we? Hang on one second. I find it for you. Yeah, there we go. Um, C. Tobes FPL line, Thomas Frank in Brentford is a head coach and I hope we're looking at installing their model at the club. I possibly think that is the route we're going. We're going same to be looking. As, same at, as
3: Brighton. I think you know, yeah. if you're if you're a Championship club or even you know a lower league club, you're looking at probably. I mean, obviously, Luton are there as well, but you're looking at your Brightons, your Brentfords, the way they've. Bought players in so successfully, young players, developed them, sold them on for stonks and just done exactly the same thing again, rinse and repeat until they've got to where they are now. I think that's what the club will be looking at. And I also think the club would have obviously looked at the success in the youth team last season and gone, well, there's clearly quite a special crop of players. Here. we, You know, if Nugent doesn't want to get the job or they don't want to remove Nugent from the academy, they probably want someone who might be able to, you know, develop the young players the best they can.
0: Yeah, and I think it I think that would be um, um, yeah, I, I think I think it's just gonna be a rebuild process and I think that really rebuild process is focusing more on the youth, looking at bringing it. I mean, listen, with the facts of Joe Edwards coming in, if I was a youth player now in the team in in the under twenty threes now and performing week in, week out. The likes of uh, Mitchell, who's out on loan, I think he'll be looking at potentially coming back because he didn't get on with Rowick. And the people like Malachi, people like that, I think they stand a good chance of getting some fantastic development under Edwards and potentially getting a spot in the first team if they bring themselves on. I don't think he's just going to walk in, you know, Tuesday morning or wherever, because the players are off tomorrow. So I don't think you'll walk in Tuesday morning and go, right, this is the team for the weekend and, and fill it full of you know loads of youth players. But I do think the youth players are gonna get um a lot of, uh, a lot of confidence to be able to bring through. So um so, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna i the... i just I'm just
4: gonna say on that. I I don't think we're gonna have a huge overhaul in terms of how oh, a big change. I, I, I think there'll be opportunities for the youth. And I certainly think in the FA Cup, because that's the only cup competition we've got left, if we don't get a favorable tie, rather than what Rowett did in the Carabao Cup and played most of the first team, and obviously it, it didn't work, I think you'll I think you'll you'll see changes. But I don't think he's necessarily going to come in and reinvent the wheel and start playing all the youth team players. I think what he will do, I think he'll give them an opportunity if. I think Adam Malachi is one. We have a problem at left back because Joe Bryan can't keep himself fit. And Murray Wallace, let's be honest, will come on to it later on in the show. Everyone goes down his side now because everybody knows that he's got no pace and he can just. they've got him on toast. And Longman, Murray. Longman's also a bit of a headless chicken when he plays. Yeah. So I, I will
3: touch on the game later, but I thought he was personally a bit lucky not to get a second yellow card just. Yeah. Like,
4: absolutely so i think adam Malachi is someone that may get an opportunity because it's a problem position for us i think you, you'll naturally see Maku and essa i think get a little bit more game time but i don't think yeah. it'll be coming in and sit, saying right all the youth team players and they're going to get in the squad oh, I don't and think, do this no no
0: i don't think they will but i think they're going to get some really good development from people oh, who yeah who from people who are absolutely used to dealing with um, the youth and the fact that Andy Myers is coming in is obviously um another development player at Chelsea. And um and it, it was he a Chelsea right back, wasn't he? I think
3: I'm he was sure. the, he was a defender for Chelsea mm-hmm. when they were in the Premier League I, in the nineties. I,
4: I also think someone like this, who's clearly coming in, as I say, to focus on getting the players playing better. This is where the likes of I think Zian Fleming, um Caspar um, not that Casper Casper's um, been very good, but I think those kind of players that clearly have a little—they've got something about them. They've, got, you know, they- Fleming's not being the, the same, but he's still got something about him. Casper's come in and been excellent. I think a, a, a head coach of someone like this, who's who's used to, as you say, developing players, is going to get hold of them. I think he's going to make them look better players as well. I don't just think it's the really young young players; it's the perhaps the players you look to in games yeah. to, to to drive us forward. Which I, I, I think is
0: exciting. I think it's exciting. No, so do I. Sort of. Um, UK Firebird on that. I don't know about Harding or Denua, but Fleming was definitely Rowett and Brussels, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, can't, I also can't like imagine thing.
3: Harding was much older, given Rowett managed him.
0: at Yeah. Birmingham. No, I can't. I mean, what you got? What what Aldo is is Aldo is a very very modern day, tactician or tactical director of football, they will look at stats. So basically, it will be, you know, the likes of the manager or the head coach, wherever, will go, we need a player like Saville or like whoever being able around those numbers, can you find us one? And then basically what they're doing is they will create a shortlist and then that shortlist will go... And get scouted and then they're basically looking to see which one's within their price range and which one potentially they will get. That's how I think Aldo um, runs his department. I don't think it's, you know, him travelling up and down the country making decisions on his own. I think it's very, very, very data based. Because everything now is data based. You know, the players running, how much they run and all that. I mean, there was a there was an interview with Gary Rowick, what, well, a while back on on a different show where they were talking and he was going, a lot of the fans don't understand when we take a player off. It's not because, you know, they're playing shit or the fact that we really want to take them off. It's just that they might have run over what we want them to run in that game. So if we've, we put, you know, that the player is going to be running eight kilometers through the 90 minutes and he gets to 60 minutes and he's on nine or 10 kilometers, you've got them risk of injury. So then they pull them off. Everything nowadays is so data focused. Um, it's unbelievable. But that's across the board, isn't it? Let's face
4: it; yeah, they yeah, all wear those. Yeah, yeah. They all wear those thingies, didn't they? The tracker vest things that they yeah. that get monitored. And so I don't just necessarily think it's 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 just Aldo. I think that's across the board. And I would imagine having someone that's coming from an England setup. Yeah, okay, he's only been there for a few months, but he would have been. He would have obviously seen how advanced they do it at England level, and maybe he can bring some of those practices into to, to us again. Not reinventing the wheel. That's not what. That's, I don't. That's that's not what we or I want. And I'm sure the the listeners don't want him to try and do anything major. But if he can bring in those little tweaks that can perhaps take us forward, yeah. that's the difference.
0: No, hundred percent. I mean, Harry's got an interesting point or question here, and be interesting to see. I mean, just put. Um, yes or no in the comments, um, and I'll shoot through the comments in a minute so we can catch up because um, I'm running about ten minutes behind on comments. So yeah, uh, Harry, happy happy to sacrifice the season for him to get his ideas across as long as we're not in the danger not in danger of relegation. I think I would be the same. I'm gonna jump in on this one quickly just because I feel quite strongly about this. Can one. I just one do that and then? Um, Ben, come in on your point, yeah? Yeah, um, so I've, I think
3: personally the bottom four this season in the Championship are absolutely rubbish. I think Wednesday, Rotherham, QPR and Huddersfield are probably the worst four teams by quite a distance in this league. I think QPR have a bit of hope now they've sacked Ainsworth and, you know, they seem to have got... Uh, a bit manager that might be slightly better suited to players like Cher and Willock in that squad. Um, so, you know, they might have a mini revival now, but I can't really see the bottom four changing too much from them. So that's why, you know, when we've had the names like kind of, you know, obviously we all would have loved Muscat as our manager, I think. Um, but we all know his style of football is very different. And obviously now we've got Edwards and we know he's probably going to try and play a very different way of football. I think it's quite interesting. Um, you know, we're taking this gamble now and that is just my opinion that I think that the league is so poor this season that if you want to take a gamble on the manager, I think this is the season to do it because I don't think you're gonna be in any danger of relegation. If it gets to March and you are in that battle, then you probably call Neil Warnock then, or if it gets to the end of the season it really hasn't worked, then you just go again then. But you know, hopefully we're talking about a long term appointment here for Millwall that can, you know, develop players and make us, you know, a, a team that might be good to watch.
0: Lines will put an interesting point there as well. Um, we need to remember that yes, SA does it away with England, but he's playing against people the same age as him. The championship is different kettle kind of fish altogether. Uh, go on, Ben, your point on Rowett and Edwards.
2: It was just, it was, I, I was just putting, I was just reading some of the uh, articles again earlier, and and something that stuck with me. What Rowett said when he left, it was on his TalkSport interview, and he said that the club had agreed and he had agreed that they wanted to take it in a different direction. Obviously, it's since come out that Rowett and Edwards were on the same uh, pro-licence course. Do you think this has maybe been a little bit in the pipeline or there's been discussions maybe a little bit longer than we might not have known And it it might have been presented to James Berrelson before we'd have known and, and if Rowett has known this kid, he might have said, look, I know someone. It'll go straight into this job. You want to take it in a different direction. I don't know. I might be putting two and two together and getting five. It's just little things that I've read and I've kind of gone, well, maybe actually.
0: I think this wasn't a decision made during the two-week break over international. I think this has been ongoing potentially since the Blackburn result and the fact that we missed out on the playoffs for the fourth year on the trot. And I think that they were looking at what needed to be done to go in a different direction, but it was and, that
2: it's that line, Mickey, that keeps sticking in my head the different direction. Yeah. It's, the, it's the the nature of how different a direction this is. For I think that makes the, me think,
0: yeah. And I also think if you listen, and again, it's rumors, I don't know, I've never met the geezer. Um, I might reach out to him now that he's not waiting for Millwall and see if he'll give us an interview. Um, he might, he might not, we'll see. Um, but I think personally, Rowick. Rau- is more of a coach rather than a a a people's person according to you know people he didn't always speak to the players as such on a on a personal level so i think that maybe that wasn't his skills he's more into the football side of it um and bringing in someone who's more of a coach and more of a people person because everyone who seems to know edwards loves him thinks that he's great so you know, that positivity, that brand of football, that brand of coaching, that whole scenario around it, I think is going to be um, very, very, very interesting. So, um, so yeah. Um, you boys, I mean, obviously yesterday, I didn't get to see lots of the game I was walking around with the soldiers and everything else. And thank you very much to everyone who went yesterday. Um, you made it a blinding day for them, but, did any of you notice this? Did any of you notice a few spats between our players yesterday? Harding, Fleming, and then Savile and Nesbit near the end. Any the, thoughts on the the Savile and Nesbit?
4: I, I I I didn't see Hardin and Fleming. I, I must admit, but the Savile and Nesbit spat. There was a there was a, a spell where obviously we were under quite a lot of pressure, and Nesbit didn't track back. Uh, if something happened, he didn't track back, and Saville gave him the biggest bollocking. On I, I've seen a Millwall player give another Millwall player, it, he went absolutely ballistic at him over it. And this and sort of like shrugged his shoulders and, and and whatnot. And I saw a couple of other people that that again will come on to the game, but Nisbet and Maku both got pelters on social media for their their lack of tracking back and a and lack of effort. And I think, um. Again, that's the sort of thing we've been missing with Savile. We've been saying it for ages. A leader on the pitch, and he certainly, he's certainly letting this bit know because he, he really,
0: really did go off on him. Yeah, I did. I, I not see him. So yeah, Ben, don't hit on the new head coach's mum for a few weeks, like everyone says. He needs time to settle first. What's his name? I tell you, jo- a different, slightly different. Um, What's-his-name was in the crowd just today. Um Oh, shit, what's his name? Um, blah, 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 blah. The fellow who um, John Terry and uh, had a, had a go a his wife. Wayne, well, Wayne Bridge. Bridge was in, Wayne Bridge was in the yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Wayne, yeah, yeah, Wayne Bridge. Hampton, no, he's in the hmm. director's box. He was in the director's oh, okay. seats because... Um, but it would be a Southampton South link. Friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of Southampton. And then the, the only drop side is, is that he was going... He was with a couple of Millwall fans in there. And they were going to Peter Crouch's um, show last night. Yeah, yeah. And um, can I just say, whoever thought booking Wayne Lineker (laughs) was a good idea, um, you need to just stop booking talent now because you were fucking clueless. If you think bringing... Wayne in the Corral in front of, what, 15,000 people probably there last 12, night? 12,000 pissed-up blokes. Right. Football fans and all that lot, and not get the abuse, what he got, and the chant, what he got, then, unfortunately, you delude. And I thought it was so funny that you had Chris Stark suddenly realised that it was going wrong and suddenly managed to change it. But poor old Crouch, who was obviously used to being told in his ear when to speak, when not to speak. And he went, and the best line of it, obviously, you've got everyone shouting, pedo, 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 really, really loud. And everyone looks distraught. And you've got Peter Graves goes, yeah, I've been there. I had fun. Didn't I, Wayne? I had fun there, didn't I? And you're just thinking, <laughs> Pete, what are you saying? Yeah, don't, very, you, Peter. Don't, don't, Pete. Don't, don't, don't acknowledge it. Do you know what I mean? So, sorry. Quite... I didn't mean to deviate there, but I just thought, if you've not seen it, it's on our social media and it's definitely worth a, a watch. Let's put it this way. On Twitter, we started with horses. If you've oh not God. seen that video, don't. Then <laughs> then we went to fish. And it's been a rough seen, old week on Twitter. if you've that's not wonderful. seen that video, don't. Okay, that's my word for you. Don't. So you had horses putting something with a man. You had a fish... Being put somewhere with a woman And then To end the week We had Peter Crouch's team Deciding it was good to book um, Wayne Lineker Who um, I would never book in a million years Even if it was free And according to people who was there He didn't even get to speak And they asked him off straight away (laughs) I think you answered one question. Who, who's the best footballer to go to Ocean Beach? I think that was yeah. it. And then he thought he'd try and get in and say Grealish. And I bet Grealish agents and PR guys are going, No! <laughs> 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 uh, what league are Millwall in? Uh, not, a lo- uh, not a local then. <laughs> no. So, yeah, you're obviously uh, uh, another fan of another team and trying to take the piss. Uh, Milwaukee in the championship, and you're either going to be well, what team do you reckon is Is either going to be West Ham? I don't, so I um, reckon this, I reckon it's a foreign fan, maybe let's know where you are, or let us know what team you support. Gone. see if you're brave enough, or we might just come back and go, Oh, I'm in Japan. I don't know. Apparently, Edwards likes a 4 2 3 1 formation with the number 10, a key position, according to Richard can, Cowley. With that, oh, Cowley just... did say, sorry. Cowley did say we were getting Jones. Can we just can we just
4: also when people say about the systems and formations, it also does depend on what players you've got. You can't just pick. You can't just play any old formation and shove anyone wide left, wide right. You do have to actually have the players to to fit um, to fit the system. Um, Bobby um, Ben is the Tom Bradshaw uh expert so I'll point to Ben and and uh and let him take that one. well it's gonna be bad isn't it
3: <laughs> I think, well that's the thing we saw it with, with Nisbit yesterday like you know Steven's just mentioned it there and I did see it about Sav obviously gave him a bit of a bollocking but like if you play up top in a one on your own you are gonna have to put that work rate in um you know mm-hmm. and that's one thing you can And that's you can't Brad- knock with Brad- No, you can't knock Bradders for that. Obviously, I know Nisbet probably has his other strengths where I feel like in, if you get Nisbet the ball in the 18-yard box, I think he'll be better than Bradshaw in the 18-yard box. Just That's just my opinion. But I think if you ask a striker to run the channels and create space for your teammates, I'd be saying Bradshaw's much better at that.
0: Mill Holdings, I think the song that will be rolled out is Joe Edwards, your football is shit.
4: Oh, you've, robbed that, you've okay. robbed that off me. You've robbed that off me.
0: No, I don't think I think we'd give him a chance to be fair. So yeah. Uh Mars was a left back, Mickey. Thank you very much. Uh, no E in my name either. Thanks, so um you'll be blocked. Um, I don't have two black ears. I know I've got earphones on, but my ears are not black, okay? So um
2: I haven't listened to that podcast yet, Mickey, with, with uh Carrie. So he, he said we played a four two three one, or that's what he's been playing. No, that's
0: that's what he's been yeah. Basically, what it, what it, I mean, no disrespect. To I don't think Cowley really knows a lot about him, and the other lot I had on the podcast don't know a lot about him because it seemed to be that they were just quoting off, um, quoting off the articles what have been around. There was a big premise article
3: earlier that I read,
0: yeah, he's read that and he's read the the other one and all of that. I mean, there is a scouting guy what we're trying to get on, um, and again, his threads on ours on our Twitter feed, what you can see, and we'll post it somewhere else in a bit as well. See if we can post it up here on the show notes so that you can go in the show notes and have a look as well. Um But I think we're all, I think he's all been caught off guard um,
4: because be I think
0: he was looking at Jones.
4: Let's be honest, I mean, right. Nobody really knows a lot about this.
0: Book. No, you can't,
4: no. you can't, no one can say, you know, how good he is or what he's done. I just, uh, I think, it's a bit of a strap in and and let's get ready for the ride type type thing with him to be honest
0: strapping We have got we we're, we're trying to find some sources who who have been close to um Edwards or understand Edwards um through that's their youth that's
3: a very good point that MFC 1885 makes uh. and and I like that and I think it's been mm-hmm. noted especially on the back of yesterday's game that Cooper isn't particular
0: captain material is he
4: no he's not he's no it's
0: not. not no and he and he hasn't been for a long time yet they keep on giving it to him and i don't know why longest serving player probably that i i imagine mm. but i don't always buy into that
4: though that giving it to the longest serving player that doesn't really I, I don't understand i've never understood that logic that doesn't make you a captain just because you've played for a club for a long time it just it 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 doesn't mean anything to me. To be honest, this is nothing
3: against Coops because, you know, obviously I've always been a good player for us. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to have a chat again, possibly about Cooper like in the not too distant future. But I, I think, to be honest, in terms of players that played yesterday, I feel like Cooper probably would have been in the middle, to be honest, of who I'd have probably picked as captain who was on that
0: pitch yesterday for, for us. Mm. I'm interested in that. Rich Richard, explain a little bit on that. Are you talking about a ground share with the youth setup, or are you talking about a ground share with the first team?
3: I know wasps do want to move into Kent. That is something they've said they want to do because they mm. need
0: to reform. Mm. I'll be I'll be interested in on that where they where they're going as well. Um, would be interesting. But I, uh, they were they were looking see... at they were looking at somewhere in the Seven Oaks area, I believe. Well, just so Only, happens that well, just remember that well, is in pretty much Seven Oaks postcode. To be fair, some of it around there, I think, is a ten. But where Millwall is, they've got a shitload more land over the other side of about another 60, 70 acres. The other side, what is probably big enough to build a stadium. So knows. I don't know, but I don't know if that's a. I don't know if that would be a thing. I think they're staying at the Den. Now they've got all the development rights and all that tied up. Um, so yeah, but I'll be interested to know. Let me let me um let me know what's what. Um, yeah, it all felt very convenient. It was almost four years to the day that Rowett left. Didn't Rowett say contract wasn't renewed? So, agree with Mickey, plans were probably in place and may explain our position.
3: Didn't Rowett say after he left he said if the club want help in any way, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I would help him, and you know, I I don't think the club was particularly prepared for Rowett's departure. Hence, why this has taken near enough from one international break to another international break to get it sorted. Um, you know, I think this Ed, I think this Edwards has applied, and uh, you know, Rowett's gone. Oh, I know him. He was on my pro license. Obviously, he's a you know good young lad. You know, it might be mm. worth a conversation with, and obviously, he's probably proved his money money's worth in the interview. I, yeah, yeah, there's probably would, a lot of
2: conversations that need to have been had with the FA as well, I'd imagine. You, yeah, can, you can't just be yeah. approaching coaches. And mm.
0: and I'd say that probably, realistically, probably Andy Ambler was, uh, you know, uh, a help in that because of his position at the FA. And awesome. obviously, Steve sits on the AFL board, so he probably knows everyone in the, in the FA as well. So, you know, he's been doing these roles for a while. So, I mean, there's probably a lot that clicked in.
2: I well, to be I would positive say... about it, Mickey, as well. There's probably a lot mm. of it in the club wanting to keep it under wraps because if we'd have gone after him, there was three clubs in a week that were pretty much looking for a new manager, right? Mm-hmm. If we'd have yeah. gone after him and we'd have put his name out there, people mm. might have started sniffing about and go, well, who's this young lad? Why do Millwall want him? So, yeah, it could be a lot of reasons.
0: Yeah, I was watching Sky Sports News. Rout was on and he said, Joe, um, Joe Edwards is a fantastic coach. I mean, let's not, you know, realistically, I mean... Allegedly, you see some of the coaching videos. Gary Rowett is a good coach. Wow, Arsenal for life! Arsenal for life! Tell us about Cuffey. Obviously, I take it you must be an Arsenal fan. Um, but yeah, nice nah, he's he, he Spurs.
4: He Spurs fan. He's yeah. Spurs fan.
0: Oh, oh that's gonna him, a minute. <laughs> he's
3: gone it's now. Gonna... He ain't. He ain't coming in. All the yeah. Cuffey's gone. <laughs> yes.
2: Again, Mickey, I didn't see the interview with um, Rowett on Sky today because he was on, apparently was he on the panel when it got announced that Edwards was a new. He, well, mate, it, that was
0: that was, was weird, right? they done breaking news and he was and, in the studio and he was right next to him. And that, that you see, that's now I wonder if so what I mean, it's all aligning,
2: it's all aligning,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. But I wonder if the only reason it's suddenly come out now because it could have come out yesterday, quite happily, could have come out yesterday. Because nothing, I can't see any bit of business being done between yesterday and today. I reckon, personally, what was going to happen, the club was going to announce tomorrow, right? Because people, journos close to the club and all that, heard there was going to be an announcement Monday, Tuesday anyway, right? But the fact that Richard Cowley come out, Richard Cowley would not come out unless the club's gone, Rich, put this out for me, right? And I reckon that the only reason it come out was to beat the fact that Rowett. Was on Sky News and probably knew, and obviously because he's paid by Sky that they want that little bit of a an exclusive.
2: No, we knew before Rich anyway. Mickey's didn't matter.
0: No, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we didn't. We 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 didn't put it out there because obviously we thought, well, we'll we'll let Rich do it. But yeah, um, Mill Holdings. <laughs> yes, it was that, and twelve and a half thousand people um, shouting it. So um, yeah, it was. Um, it's very, very funny to watch and the awkwardness on every person on that stage um was thingy. So yeah. Penguin is a day trip. I don't I don't care me if he's a day trip or not. As long as he Yeah, it. all right. I, I like day trippers, they're great. Put a kebab in our half, Nesbit will soon be back. Um back. Um Will he get them fit because they look fucked over 60? Can, yeah. can
3: I comment on that one quickly? It's, something, it's not something I'm going to claim to have thought of myself. It's something I saw on Twitter yesterday. But the fact we have so little of the ball during the game, and you saw the way Southampton moved the ball about, it was very much they let the ball do the work yesterday and we were chasing shadows to the majority of the game. We had the odd five, ten-minute little... Little pocket where we where we weren't, you know, we might have had the ball towards their goal. We didn't really do much to to trouble it. Maybe then, maybe then the odd corner or something like that. They let the ball do the work. It's no surprise we look tired after like seventy minutes in games and we're having to do as much chasing of the ball as we do.
4: And on that, Dan, um, I agree hundred percent. We we chase the ball more than anyone in the division, so our players are going to look tired. But I also think, and again, I can't take the credit for this. This is this actually come from my dad, obviously. Went to the game with him yesterday. Um, The players are told to play to a plan. The tactics are, they come from the manager, whether it's caretaker or what, they come from him. So his his instructions are, right, we're going to dig in, we're going to dig in, we're going to dig in. The levels of concentration that must go into having to defend for pretty much what? Hundred at least, now, yeah, so. yeah. It, it, well, I mean, as yes, you say, we had the odd five, ten minutes, but you're looking at about eighty percent of the game is spent concentrating on defending, on chasing, on covering space, on doing this, that, and the other. They they were absolutely shot to pieces when that ball hit the back of the net, because not only as you know their plan.
1: Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Failed.
4: It must must absolutely kill the players' mentality and their mindset that they've been working so hard for what would have been a a reasonable point and it's taken away from them so it's not just physically tiring and demanding it's also the mental side of it as well it can't be easy it cannot be easy being asked to play that way that's two weeks in
3: a row as well we've conceded (laughs) two late goals as well isn't it
4: yeah so we
3: went went from four out of six to one out of six yeah
4: the mentality that side of things i do think Um, does get lost a little bit. And because it starts to creep in, doesn't it? You think, oh, you know, we're getting to that time of the game where a mistake now, a mistake now. And it just, it's just, that's the one change we need to make. We can't just ask this squad of players to just defend and hold their position and and mark space because you just, all it takes is that one little bit of luck or the dodgy bounce or
0: whatever it is, and and that's it, you're done. No, I'll get that. I'll get that. I'll get that. So yeah. Um yeah. Mill holding Barrett is staying. The what we're being told is that Barrett is um absolutely um staying. So um yeah, whether anything changes, whether or not Edwards has the um the power for it. So yeah. Um to be able to do let's just crack through these um messages one sec so we can get leveled up because I'm I've got YouTube analytics on as well and I'm seeing that we've got um loads of good comments coming through. Uh what's moving to where Pedham Golf Club is at the moment. Oh, okay. I don't know where that is. Interesting. And is that I wonder if that is with Richard I mean you might have already said but I'd be interested to know if you meant ground share with the, with the kids so yeah. Um if you want to see Savage captain just put yes. Or no, you've got two minutes to do that because I'm going to clear through these and we'll get through. And then um, we're just about to hit the hour mark and then we will go on to yesterday's game in some more detail. Uh, Mickey, you should have got the job. You were straight on Arsenal for life, being an Arsenal fan. We were all missing out on the sharp <laughs> thinking. AT-24, <laughs> you get cunt of the day. That's, ben, um, that's,
3: Ben's, that's Ben's best mate. I'm saying yeah. Ben's <laughs> best
2: mate. It's my burner account.
0: Yeah, yeah, Who's yeah. I left back on the bench? Quick, light, younger Tapolo.
3: Oh, that's the bloke we sold to no, Bromley a few right. years ago. Mm. Yeah, Tapello's like gone, is he? And Tapelo yeah. got yeah. sold, yeah. Yeah, we sold to Bromley a few years ago. Solid.
0: Mill was a London club, not Kent one. Then he moved to Kent and that'll be the end for me. The modern matchday experience is bad enough compared to the 80s and 90s around moving to the sticks. Listen, I used to live five minutes from the then, then I moved to Kent, unfortunately. And <clears throat> if they move to where the training ground is, it'll be about a a 10-minute journey for me. So yeah. I I, I agree with you. I agree. I don't want it moving to Kent. For anyone who who lives
3: in Kent as well, or if you haven't been to Kent, there is absolutely nothing near where they're proposing to put that training ground if they put the stadium anywhere near it. There's no train station. There's no train station. There's no pubs, barely anything nearby. So, oh,
0: perfect then. There's pubs nearby.
3: It's there. I haven't been there for a while, but last well, time Brands I was there, I don't remember. Brown's Hatch
0: has – Brown's Hatch on, on some of the main seasons has under 100, 150,000 people there at the weekend. So there are a oh, few pubs we'll around there. so will just build
3: then. That'll be fun. Yeah. Shut the you away in, so, the on the racing
0: track for the day. Dan – oh, look, look, you see? He fucking cunt me. But now, Dan. Dan, you so, are okay. a star, mate. I'm tell not going to claim I thought keeps... of something myself. I saw this on Twitter. Crack me up, mate. Do you then notice he every... Away. He yeah, looks he does. He, he does. He does this. It.
4: Every five minutes, he's doing this, this and the other. And he's sitting there all smug waiting. He's coming. He's coming. My comment's coming. <laughs> it, it
0: is me. It is <laughs> me. Um, worst abuse up there. Barry Fries, when we're, we're Brum manager. We've got no away. Farron away. Yes. 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 That's sad, it. This is yep, Savile yep, the captain. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, we've, yep. we've managed to free him. So, how far can we push uh, Savile <laughs> forwards uh, now?
4: We'll have him. We'll have him in Aldo's job. This this show will get. Will, we'll get Savile.
0: Ibby, uh, head of uh, football captain. All right,
4: fine. Why well,
0: can carry, have that one? <laughs> why didn't Millwall carry on when the Southampton player was injured? We don't play dirty. Blackpool, Blackburn did. And scored against us. Um, we yes, don't it's learn. That's a good point. It oh, yeah, too nice to that bloke. Yeah, yesterday. Oh, I but hate mate, that. if you listen, if you if you look online at some of the Southampton mate, oh, there is know, a Southampton man. fan absolutely, and reported. I think they've reported the chant to whoever they is that we were we were shouting "Let him die, let him die," which is the same as what any other football club in the world does. <laughs> Yet, because it's us. They're like, oh, that's disgusting. And the other one as well, the Southampton player who we were calling the dwarf, and he was laughing in the interview that we were calling. He was laughing that we were calling him a dwarf. Yet someone said if that was racist, that would be all over the papers and all that. Yeah, it's it's outrageous. Racism isn't thingy. Racism is not accepted in any walk of life. Yet a little bit of banter. I mean, the are around at the wall for fuck's sake. He's just a little bit small. It's just One, I'm sure shifts. he hears it at every single football ground he goes yeah. to. He was
3: giving it week. back. Two, he I'm it sure he, he was, literally mate. is sitting at home, not giving a shit because he knocked in the winner in the 93rd minute.
4: Exactly. Yeah, it's it's completely nothing story.
3: These yeah, whimsy fans
2: won't be happy until you won't be able to swear or even have a laugh at all at mm. football. Oh, here right, we go gents. here's Ben's, here's Ben's
3: then... next account. He wants an excuse to come down for a
0: piss up over Christmas. <laughs> right, I think I think that the, ain't excuse for that the Xmas we're going to have to look at this and see oh. what it is, but we'll have to look at a game over a game of coming up towards a Christmas period. Well,
4: I had a look at this. We play. I think we're at home the first and third weekends in December. December. That's looking, yeah, that's looking quite it, nice. It, I think it, it's one. the I think it's the second, which is Sunderland. Mm. And then the 16th, which is going to test me now. I don't actually That's know who it is. There you go. That, they're
3: right. the two Perfect. December. A 1-0 home loss to go out for a Christmas party <laughs> after that. That sounds fantastic. We will be there.
0: Yeah, we'll probably do the Huddersfield <laughs> then because we might be able to win that more so than playing <laughs> Sunderland.
3: Uh, but, oh, yeah. we, well, actually, I don't think we'll win our game yet. We've... we've um, got the joint-most m- amount of home losses in the Championship so far this season. Joint with QPR, who are really... And there's your,
4: there's your negative Dan blast Dan, for the show. Back. Back. <laughs> oh,
0: dear.
2: Hey, is that, is that going to be the live show, Mickey, where we're going to be in a pub or something? Yes, mate. All dressed as elves.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to go to a pub, we're going to charge the fans... Um 150 pounds a ticket each. <laughs> and then basically we will then go away for Christmas onto a cruise from the money we make. <laughs> the charity will be we're um we're, the Mickey Simpson yeah. funds. No, 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 don't put my name in it. <laughs> Fucking no, no, my name's not going anywhere near it. Um Whose I've name seen, should we put on this?
3: We'll I've put seen, Omer's name on it, the o- the Omer, Omer Foundation.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I forgot we're live I can I can't say what I was going to say then but yeah no no um, yeah we we telling that off, off just there.
4: just for um, the 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 site just for legal uh, reasons uh, the 150 pounds isn't confirmed that's not a, a confirmed yeah, it's
2: going to it's going to be 149.99
0: <laughs> <laughs> it will be it will be it will be for charity the, the no money will be touching our hands. it will be for a just giving um, and then, yeah, I think if we do the Christmas party, the Christmas party will go to Demelza and the Lions Hub. I think we just split it between yeah. Demelza and the Lions Hub. And in fact, two lads. There's a lad, there's, I think, Charlie, who's running, Charlie MF, Charlie MSC, or Charlie, I don't know Charlie anyway, he's running the marathon for um, Demelza. So we are just put, I just use his Just Giving page and then that would be that that side of it for there. So, yeah, we'll we do that, so... Yeah, we'll see if we can get some auction stuff, and see if we can get an ex-player down as well. Um, and again, yeah, bear with us. So if it is shit, don't blame us because it is our first one. We've never in our life um, done this before. It'd be bad, bad enough trying to get microphones and lighting so you can see Dan and hear him. But you know, we're um... also can we just can we just point out that um, if
4: if we do do a live show and Dan is there, a requirement. F- as well as buy a- your ticket for charity is to give Dan a hug, hug. Yeah. you have to give yeah, him a I hug so everyone in the park
3: we had hugged Dan and I only got one hug and that was my very own Joe so <laughs> I mean I got a few and we scored obviously but outside of that
2: I'll give you
0: one on Saturday mate
3: thanks mate and then you got um, me my money for saying Leicester wouldn't get promoted yeah. yeah
0: Oliver Oliver Small you've got extremely big eyes on your um on your profile picture fella um <laughs> He won the Champions League, mate, under with he was the assistant to Tommy. Um, yeah, there we go. So, um, and also he's done a few of the Chelsea's under teams who have done very, very well. I mean, so, to yeah. be
3: fair, if he's good mates with Thomas Tuchel, do you reckon him, you reckon Harry Kane might oh, skip going back to Tottenham mate. and then just come straight back to Mill when he's had enough, in mate? Germany?
0: He is on fire, isn't he? He is. It just yeah. shows, really, if you put him in, a, if he, if they'd have got some good players around him at Tottenham. He could be scoring that many goals for Tottenham. What's to be he got fair, now 15 in 10 appearances.
4: To be yeah. fair, though, his record at Tottenham was pretty good. He did score a lot of goals there, he but did. but he he's he 10 on fire. On. Yeah, he's on fire. Goals. He's I mean, yeah, fire. um,
0: Chris. Remember, I though, scored. remember, hold on. He learned it all at Millwall. You've got to remember yeah, it's that. It was it, it, all it. done at Millwall. That's it. That's it. It's it. It's it. Uh, Chris, I saw you yesterday, mate. Do you know what I mean? You're not as big as I thought you were. Stop giving it. All right. All right. So I'm going to get Steve in his shorts on now.
4: He asked me about the short. I saw him yesterday as well. He said, mm-hmm. where's your shorts? Yeah,
0: bit cold um, now. It's a bit cold now. Give Mickey a COVID hug. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking you know, hell. What have I done to you, <laughs> Frenchie? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fucking <laughs> you know. hell. I've done nothing to him, have I? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, Anton. Out of Otter the class. Le... Oh, Okay. All right. There we go. We'll oh, um, go that. So, yeah. But we. But good news is we have got through the comments and the good news is we've broken more records tonight with having the most viewers um tuning in and, and, and watching this so thank you very much those of you who are in please do give us a like uh and if you're not subscribed already please do subscribe um and let's talk about yesterday's game then gents um let's just uh, look just watch the look on dan's face just, just wait it for it. It really,
3: really it. bad, though, wasn't it? Come on, we can't... Uh, it's Groundhog Day, really, isn't it? We come here and say literally exactly the same thing after
0: every single home match. <laughs> um, ben, did you watch it? I've only
2: seen the highlights, but I haven't seen the full game.
0: Lucky so, to, by the highlights, I mean, say. I've seen Southampton bending us over. There we go, so... Um, that's the benefits of living up north. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: it is, yeah. So, um, we do that... Can I? And we go. Go in, and you two, off you go. Can just, I just I say? You can say whatever you want.
4: The first half was okay. It, it wasn't. Was, it wasn't terrible, but I don't know. It it was all right. We had we had a couple of moments. We at the we at the crossbar. Bart like made that. Bart made a couple of saves in the. He first made one very half. good save from that
3: camel dean bloke where he mm. cut in, and then that was just I think that was just after we at the bar
4: but it was all right and we went in at half time and you it was it was oh it was okay but the second half i mean guy i'm going to put it out there and i'm really interested for the listeners to to just say just say yes or no to this and i'm sure dan will uh, i know he's got an opinion on this there was talk that we didn't deserve to lose the game yesterday now i can't I can't get on board with that. I thought in the second half we were absolutely woeful and just let them completely and utterly destroy us. And without Bart in goal... And I, I, he was my man of the match, um, apart from his kicking, because his kicking was absolutely atrocious. But without Bart in goal, it could have been six or seven. I just... Yeah, I I, I, I can't... I, For me, yes or no... <laughs> yes or no, did we deserve to lose the game yesterday? And then, Dan, I will on to you that way. I mean, I was quite, I'll be honest, I was quite happy yesterday when Southampton decided to take that
3: Camel Dean bloke off because I thought, I didn't, you know, there was one time where he got the ball and he like completely flew from like the edge of his own penalty box straight to ours. Um, so I was quite happy when they took him off. I thought he was looking a danger and then they brought on Ryan Fraser and then just typically he goes and sticks a 93rd minute goal away. But, you know, it's another toothless performance at home from us. Yeah. We showed mm-hmm. so no little.
0: We no, the the game. Crowd, so it's just, yeah. it's just a
3: sold-out one. There was eighteen thousand nine hundred and five because there was about three thousand Southampton fans there. Yeah. I would, I imagine, that's got to be top ten, if not top five, attendances at the, at the new Den to be complete. Top seven them. at the weekend. So, it was,
0: well, it was seventh, was it? Top seventh at the weekend of all the games. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, in the um, championship. Yeah, yeah, I imagine, just... I
3: imagine, in the history of the stadium, it's got to be top ten, if not top five.
0: Oh yeah, probably. Just run through some of these comments quickly. Um, Jonathan Fraser says, less of the dwarf jokes, please be the bigger man Uh, Tony W says, life's too short to have a pop at a dwarf Um, Jonathan Fraser says, my mum and dad were dwarfs, they struggled to put food on the table Um, uh, They they are bad, but the reason I want to get in, I got moaned at yesterday for calling the Southampton player (laughs) a trap by a Geordie girl wearing a Newcastle top under a coat, okay Um, what is Millwall coming to? See, day trippers, you see? Day trippers. Um, Yeah, technically that comment, what you said there is um, technically you could get banned if you said that in the stadium. Uh, Mickey could go to Uncle Fester. Right, hang on. Where's this? There's a comment. um, Mickey met you yesterday. Have a great podcast with true Millwall fans. Keep up with great work. And again, the Millwall fans did the forces proud. They did. Um, Right, hang on there is a one for you um make it, trumpet was better than a bugler good call thank you very much um next year will be better um where are we uh there it is message for ben. <laughs> ben if it's 150 quid for a ticket for the xmas do, i'm gonna need more than two pound an hour to be your burner account <laughs>
2: so we're so quiet i say we're so quiet mate <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear me.
3: EFL um, put extremely lots on their YouTube channel. I mean we've had enough suffering anyway as it is recently, so I don't really want to go through that again.
0: No.
4: And uh, yeah. there was a comment. That's just, what I've watched. There was a comment just put up there and said based on effort and that, look, we deserve the draw based on effort. I could have said
3: that based on effort for all our games. I feel like a lot of games this season, there's been a lot of huff and a lot of puff.
0: Yeah, exactly. But there's just been That's...
3: absolutely not no quality. It's exactly the same for the Blackburn game. I didn't really say much after the Blackburn game on here, but just cast your mind back to
0: it. Were you was on here?
3: I don't think I came on after the Blackburn game. No, I did the Friday one, um, but I don't think I came oh, on no. after Blackburn. And, um, you know, there was a lot of huff and puff that night. But the way they moved the ball in comparison to us when Blackburn got the ball and yesterday, I know obviously Southampton have spent a lot more on their squad. Um, there you go, I'm in charge now, I'm the boss. Um boss. It's about time that, um, you know, Southampton spent a lot of money on their squad. Blackburn haven't really. The way they moved the ball about was, you know, scary how well they moved the ball about. You know, it's a bit, it's a bit concerning how we struggle to move the ball about and you know there's we can say there's a lot of huff and puff and you know but with players like longman who just run around you know we've got a couple of you know i don't want to single out players on here but we have a lot of players that just kind of run around and try hard but there is only so far that running around and trying hard can get you
4: i i just want to to follow on from that dan I just want to clear up a couple of things as well. Southampton have obviously spent a lot of money on their squad. They've got some good players. I'm not expecting us to go toe to toe with them and try and out-football them and, and and outclass them. But just right. They had 73% of the ball, 12 12 attempts, 12 corners. It just it was just a battering and you know I don't really like the XG. Their XG was actually 1.11. But if you look at the, how much of the ball they had and how many times they got into the final third and crosses into the box and blocks, and it just, I, I don't expect miracles, but I expect us at home to be a little bit better than what we were and give a little bit more yeah. of, a, of a better showing. And, you know, I, I, what I would say, what I would say, and again, Mickey might be very interested in what I'm about to say. I thought, again, Danny McNamara had rather a good game. I thought he, it first half looked pretty good. And it's no coincidence that the guy who... He, he, they kept giving the ball to him and McNamara had him in his pocket in the first half. And then do you notice how in the second half, they didn't even bother to try and go down our right-hand side. They switched it over to the left because they knew that Murray Wallace was the was the weak link and then all the problems come down they, the left-hand side.
3: And they had Carl Walker-Peters on that side who's top of the list this season in the league for most dribbles completed. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's,
4: it's no coincidence. As I say, I, I, again... I'm not, I don't hate Danny McNamara. I think he, but I think he, over the last couple of games, he has certainly been one of our better players. And it's no coincidence that Southampton completely <laughs> changed their tactics and decided to go down their left, uh, go down our left hand side yeah. in the second yeah, yeah. half. Let's and, just do some of those
0: comments in yeah, on one second. You know that's
3: where, that's where we can look for Adam Malachi to come in. You know, as I said, I touched on it earlier. I thought Longman was very lucky to be on the pitch, to be honest, because he came on. Um, Gave away he got a, a
4: stupid booking. Got a stupid, stupid booking yeah.
3: straight away. Um, had one of his crazy shots from twenty-five yards out. Um, you know, whole fans warned us that he's—he's he's not great. He'll run around a bit and he'll try one spectacular every game and he'll get a couple of goals a season. It's looking like that at this point. To be mm. honest, he no, tries the, the one worldier game, that's doesn't it. he? Let's um, get
0: through some you of these you know. comments. Hang on one and second then he literally
3: did exactly the same thing for that first stupid yellow. He literally did it again about mm. five minutes to go from the end right in front of me. And, I, you know, I, the referee gave it and he, like, put his hand down to his pocket and then he, like, almost realised it was Longman. He probably didn't really want to send him off with five minutes left, so just, like, pulled his shorts down.
0: Right, OK, right. Let's get a couple of these comments in, eventually, now that Dan lets me speak. Sorry, um, right, mate. I didn't know... I know Darren Morgan was ill um, and I didn't know he had a pub in Gravesend. I thought he used to have a pub. I didn't know he still had it. Um, but, yeah, we, we can... You know, if you drop us an email or drop us a DM on Twitter or whatever, I mean, our email is at Uh Let me know some more details. I'm, I'm happy to look at that and maybe doing one, doing something in Kent way um, for the fans in, in Kent. That's, um I'm, I'm sure we could do that if it means bringing in a bit of cash for him. So, um, yeah, I'll be back. Uh, let's run through some of these comments because we're running about five, five, ten, five minutes or so back on these. Any comments on the gents, you want to elaborate on? You want to look at and go into a bit more detail? If you do, just let me know and I'll flip mm-hmm. backwards. Um, slightly exaggeration saying we could have been uh, 6-0.
4: Uh, see, the, the, the thing with that is, is if you look at how much of the ball they had and how many times they got into dangerous positions, it really could have been. It, it, it could have been a lot more than at uh, worse, certainly a lot more than the one that they got. 27% and one shot at home. Disgraceful. 100%. 100%. We don't pay our money to see our team have 27% of the ball at home. Well, I yeah. certainly don't.
0: Has playing NC higher up changed anything? I don't see uh, any good balls coming from NC. I think he gets hey, that, us up that, the that pitch. Pretty, pretty. Sorry, no, go on, mate, go on.
2: I was just going to say, I think that's one thing, if you could be critical with Norton Cuffey, would be his final delivery, right? Mm. His end product just hasn't been there. He seems to be great at, at what, what you were just about to say, Stephen. He gets us up the pitch. He, defensively, I think he's brilliant. He's got the pace um, to get himself out of tight situations or get back at uh, an attacker. But I think, ultimately, that's what's going to let him down. That's why I don't think he's going to make it at Arsenal because his end product just isn't anywhere near good enough, is it?
4: 100%. And that's the thing. These these clubs are not stupid. They can see that players have got a little bit of potential, but they know they're not going to get into their first team at the moment. So they get them out on loan. They give them experience playing f- senior football. And then what happens? He'll go back to Arsenal when he'll be released. And then someone will pick him up. If he'd come in and was getting like, it was on three or four assists already, the Arsenal c- scouts will be going, hold on a minute. We got we've got someone here that that we might want to have a look at for the first team, but that's what that's what happens with. Like, again, we could benefit from it with going back to Joe Edwards. You know, there could be a couple of lads at Chelsea that we fall into that fall into that category that we could could pick up. But yeah, he, he's just he gets us up the pitch. He's got a bit of pace, but unfortunately, his end product just it's just not there.
0: Yeah. It's um, just not there. Mill Holdens, what happened to the other pretty boy who was on who's who's on the show usually tonight? Uh Joey's watching um Married is Married at first married sight at first sight. So um yeah, he's can I can I just quickly
3: him. go go back to, to Edward? Sorry, I know we're trying to stick to one topic, but something's just popped into my head on it on the whole Edwards situation. Probably the I most you, like um, you know, person that we could probably compare him to is Steve Cooper because he's came from that England youth coaching background. When Steve Cooper came into Swansea, you know, he, he used a lot of them contacts that he had in the England youth set up to get players like Rhian Brewster in on loan and stuff like that. He had Swansea playing good football. He got them into the playoffs a couple of years um, and then ended up at Forest. Again, got some good loans in, took him up. And now he's like signing, you know, players that, you know, have had, you know, decent careers, maybe not quite hit the heights. You know, what why could, could you know there's no reason why Edwards possibly couldn't be doing that for us in a few years? I just think you know there's there's clearly a blueprint set. I know obviously, we you know everyone's looking at kind of Ipswich at the minute, but if you want somebody who's literally could be a perfect mold of what we're looking for in Edwards, Steve Cooper's right
0: there. Yeah, no, I'll get that. I'll get that.
1: I'm
0: kind around. I think you're probably right, Lynn. I think you're probably right to be fair. You know, he
3: signed, I think they signed Callum Hudson Adoya for about five million in the summer. You know, mm. this was a bloke who was being by and were bidding like 45 million for a few seasons ago. Because, you know, Hudson Adoy knows Cooper, knows him, and can probably get the best out of him after a bad few years. You know, there's no reason why, you know, there's probably a couple of Chelsea players that were in that Chelsea setup. You know, obviously the Chelsea youth setup's pretty ferocious in its own extent, isn't it?
0: Hmm. I think it's interesting times ahead. I think it's going to be a, um, a very interesting transition period, I think is probably the better word, isn't it? It's gonna be an interesting transition period over the next couple of um, over the next six months, year. I mean again until he's announced, we don't even know how long he's signed for. I
2: was literally just about to ask that Mickey I was about to say what do we think he'll get will it be
0: you long deal still though. I If I say if I say and half year deal. If they say long term, then normally long term is two years.
2: Two plus
3: one in it. Two plus one. Then onto a rolling in the end, wasn't it? I mm. reckon he'll get. I reckon it'll be like a three and a half year deal. So he gets this season and then another three after that, or maybe it's two and a half years with an option for another.
4: That comment there, uh, Chris. I don't actually think we're going to go and play. Try and play like tick attack of football, I don't necessarily think that's what he's going to get us in to do. But I was talking about this yesterday. If you if you look at how our starting position when when our centre-backs have the ball and our midfielders is really deep, we start really, really deep with the ball. And that means that when they look up, you know, you've got Fleming and Bradshaw, they, they're close to the halfway line. I think that the style that I mean, I might be completely wrong, but it'll be to push us a little bit further up the field. So when the midfielders do have the ball and they do turn on it, they're actually in the opponent's half and trying to pick a pass rather than it's easier to pick a pass from, say, 20 yards than what it is. If Denore comes back and he's 20 yards inside our half, he's then got to pay, what, a 50, 60 yard ball over the top for someone to run onto. I just, I don't think it's going to be tick attacker. I just think it's going to have us a little bit further up the pitch on the front foot.
0: Maybe Steve is is Harold um, Bob Hoskins' character. I don't know who Harold's... is Harold Sand in. I'll have to look in a minute. Uh, we got a question for you, Benji- Benjamin. You can go first on that one. Is you're you, you're a Fleming aficionado?
2: Yeah, i I'd, 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 I'd tell him.
4: Nice nice in-depth question and answer there. Well done, Ben. Um, I've
2: said it a few times, man. I I, I think that that sort of money for us, yeah, I think you just have to take it. I I think you've got to look at it as a... This is my big point in the summer when the Burnley money was sniffing around. It was, will Fleming single-handedly drag us into the playoffs or into the Premier League? No. Could we reinvest that money in two or three players that could do it? I think we are in a much stronger place if we could... If we get that money and reinvest it in two or three positions that need strengthening, we're going to be in a better place. So that then right, be we're not thing playing Chelsea. Football
3: Manager, mate. We can't all do what you've done on the game.
2: <laughs> so yes, I'd sell him.
0: Yeah, and I'm just—I've just checked it. Yeah, the the Harold for years um, is Bob Hoskins' character. Yeah, yeah, good film by the way. If you're not seen it, I would sell Fleming for more than that. To be fair. I think that would be too, uh, uh, too low. Ben, can I uh, let me ask you, would you sell
4: Fleming for eight million then?
2: I was actually about to add to that. I don't think I'd sell him for eight, but if it was knocking on towards the nine ten, then yeah.
4: I'd probably settle for twelve
3: unless we're in really deep shit and it's like a situation where we can't sell him or we might be
0: in a real relegation battle. Listen, that is a good point there. Look, you said there is a ten meter gap between Bradshaw and Fleming. What is Fleming gonna what is Bradshaw gonna do by himself? He to, to play this for every this game is, so far this season, this Couldn't is,
4: but this is what I was saying about the fact that our, we start with the ball so deep, so it means that Bradshaw is so isolated because everyone has to come back to pick up the ball. It just doesn't work. And I, 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 again, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say I know I don't know anything about Joe Edwards. I don't know how we're going to line up on Saturday. I don't know what he's going to try and get him to do. But the first thing he needs to do, he needs to get Fleming. Or SA, or whatever it's going to be, and whoever's playing up front have got to be closer. There has to be some kind of link up. Fleming and Bradshaw scored between them last year 33, 34 goals, whatever it was. Why are we not trying to get them to into the game and linking up with each other? I cannot understand it. They're so far apart, they've got no chance. And every week, Bradshaw again, I'm sounding a bit like Ben here, but Bradshaw's up against six foot four, six foot three centre halves. He's got no chance because any knockdown or if he he does win the header and flicks it on. Who, who's there? No one's there. It just trickles through to the goalkeeper, and it's so frustrating. It really is.
2: You mm. got, got a voice recording of just what I say.
0: <laughs> I listen to it every night, mate. It's fun. <laughs> Chris Brown's got a valid point there. I mean, we should sell Wallace for a set of corner flags and a box of bars miles miles. To be fair, I think is is coming to the end, isn't he? Uh, he is not he? yeah, the end began last man. season. Realistically.
4: Sorry Mick I think Under Edwards I think there's a few players That are coming to the end Of their Millwall careers And Murray Wallace Is certainly one of those That falls into that category
3: Can I put you on the spot And ask who else Stephen Before we quickly move
4: on Sean Hutchinson Yeah I think he's going to be The next one
1: Uh,
4: (laughs) I This is This might be a little bit Of a controversial one But I Don't know How much we'll see Of Ryan Leonard I don't agree with it and I don't want that to be the case because I think Leonard has been excellent. But I think I don't think Edwards is going to be the sort to put on one of these one year contracts and then, you know, see how it goes and give him an extension. I, I, I think I think those three are definitely, definitely within a shot. And I'll be honest with you, and as much as I love the guy, and Ben, I'm really, really sorry, but I think it we might see the end of Tom Bradshaw um in a mill shot. I don't think we'll see him past this season.
2: Is it this is his last year, right?
4: I think he is in the last yeah. year of his deal at the I, moment. Yeah. And I I think Rao potentially if he was still able would have look to open contract talks, not Edwards.
3: Didn't Bradshaw sign a new deal last season? Because he had six months left in January and he signed a new deal. So it depends really whether he signed a one or two year deal. Um I do get what you're saying about Leonard, Stephen, but I I think if he wants to try and play a bit more progressively from the back, I think Leonard might actually be one of our better centre-halves to potentially have... Doing that to
4: be Oh, honest. I agree. I, I do agree. But I, I think Edwards. Yeah, so, will... what
3: do you, do you think? Like, he might use him till the end of the season and then, like, end of the season, yes. he might go, Thank you very much. You've been great. Yeah. But you're 32. I'm looking to move towards a different strategy. 100%, 100%. I think our average
0: age is about 28. So, I think with it's Edwards. got to be one I of think, the oldest, if not yeah, the with, oldest in the league. With Edwards, I think we're going to start looking at, you know, I don't think we're going to suddenly bring that right down. As, but as I think we're probably looking player, at about 25. Oh, yes, right, oh, is, yeah.
4: yeah. He won't get yeah. it. He'll be gone as well. He'll be I don't gone. agree with Bobby, do you? No, I think I, I think, think Billy Mitchell. Get, I
3: think he'll get another lease of life. Yeah, I think
1: he will
4: too. I think Billy Mitchell falls perfectly into the mould of what, what Edwards will look to do. If he's gonna go down the U for it, I think Billy Mitchell is the one he's gonna look at and go, right, let's let's see what he can do.
0: Here's one for and you then what... gents in the chat. One set, one set. Gents in the chat. Three players who you would been off at the end of the season. What three players would you say thanks, but that's it now. We're moving in the direction. You're you're in charge and you can get rid of three players and three players only. What three players would you get rid of? Put and we don't chat. want people we don't want people saying like youth
3: players or people like Truman. We want players that play like pretty regularly.
4: First team proper first, first. team squad.
3: Injured or not injured or whatever. Mm. Obviously, we maybe we've usually excluded Bar, but because he's played so much, you can if you want Bart as one of your three, you can have Bart
0: as one of your three. I've got no sorry, I've got no issue with Danny Baker coming on, but just uh, I don't like some of his comments. But he's made uh, about us in the past, same as Cass, uh, etc. So um, yeah, but I, it'd be good for a live show probably because he, he could talk about the war and all that. So it'd be good there, but yeah, I'll have to speak to. I'd have to speak to um, a couple of comedians, I know, to be able to do. So, yeah, I'm fine. We're going to have to plan this now, gents. We're going to have to look into this. It might be short notice, but we'll have to have a look. I think it would probably be at the Blue Anchor maybe or something. Unless we, can get, unless we can get Harry's bar after a game. But, yeah, there we go. Players coming in then. So, um, Bart, Bart Hutch, Wallace. Len dog agree with Stephen. Can see Brad is getting a goodbye. Uh, Bradshaw, Leonard, Saville, all have last year. on contract. I hope that
2: means that Saville's not going.
0: If, if yeah, if, can we make a note of whoever
4: that is, please? Because that that could be an instant ban if he wants not, Saville to know, leave at the end of the season. No, no
0: he's not no, saying they I, leave. He's saying they're all on last year. No, he's saying they're all on last year contracts.
2: Hutch last year contracts, well, isn't he? Right?
0: Yeah. Um, oh, there we go. They're starting to come in now. I think. Uh, Hutch Hutchinson, Tom Murray Wallace. Uh, hi, line 22. Hi, hi, give them a wave in, lads. My three, Bart Hutch Wallace. Wallace, uh, Hutch Wallace. Bart, I I do think that would be my
3: three as well. To be honest, need a big
4: striker. He's Hutch. another one. Murray Wallace is is right on the borderline, I think, at the moment with with Edwards coming in now. I think Murray Wallace might be
0: the first one to be honest. Mm-hmm. Bart Hutch Wallace, uh, Bart would be a good goalkeeper coach.
3: Yeah, maybe, possibly, possibly. That's but it, it, it depends if Andy Marshall is going to stay on. I know, obviously, he's maybe been routed, but Cooper Wallace, Bart, a bit Ooh. harsh, possibly. Cooper, Cooper, Cooper is a Wallace,
1: really difficult Hutch. one. Cooper, uh, Cooper is. A...
3: That, that is it with Cooper, isn't it? He's been really good for us, so I don't think anyone's going to say he's been bad.
0: Oh, this one's a bit controversial. Well, cool. not really. I suppose it's what Stephen said, to be fair. Hutchinson, <laughs> so Leonard starting, and Cooper. So that's right. our
3: entire back three from our opening well, day of my, season. It's the, all going to be gone.
2: <laughs> the three I had written down are what Connor has just put in. Wallace, Hutch and Coops.
4: So let me ask you both, it and, and Mickey as well, and the listeners. Thanks, mate. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, I've upset him now. I've upset him now. Um you got Jake Cooper, central centre back, and you've got Wes Hardin one side and you've got someone like Wes Hard in the other side. Can Cooper still make it under Joe Edwards? If he's got two athletic defenders around him, can he still make it?
2: So my, my opinion on someone like Coops is very much of the opinion that he's been a fantastic servant for us, but I think we just need to move on.
3: I want to agree. I, I feel like I'm swaying towards Ben, but I also feel like my question could be answered by, but your question, Stephen, could be answered by how good is Sarkic with the ball at his feet?
4: Well, yeah, I mean, I I think Sarkic is better with the ball at his feet than what we've seen so far. We haven't seen enough of it. I personally think that's why he was brought in, to replace Long, who was obviously good with the ball at his feet. Um,
3: Everything else a goalkeeper should be good at.
4: Well, I don't know. I don't know. We haven't seen enough of Sarkic. That's the problem. We don't really know what he's actually good at or not. So, yeah, it, it... Hutchinson, what, sorry, Cooper's just signed a new deal, isn't he? So he's not going anywhere unless no. we actually sell him. I think he needs to, if we're gonna if he's if he if he plays it with a back four Edwards, then Cooper is really going to have to rough his game because it ain't going to work. It's just not. If he goes to a five, it's harding. Cooper, and we need someone next to him on the left hand side that can I'd that be a left footed center. i tell
3: you, I would yeah. have liked that Swansea signed him online, but they had, they had a left footed center half very good called Bashir Humphreys online from Chelsea. And there he's very, very good. He's mm. very, very good at this level.
0: want Let's get some of these comments. Um, holding, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Pat. Pat's um, Pat's Brilliant played Mickey Pierce in the Only Falls and Horses. When we done mm. the AMS battle, he done me a video um, what we used to post out. I don't even know if I've still got it somewhere, but he done a video and he done it all in, um, all in character of Mickey Pierce. Um, cause he's still got like the items and the hat and the, and the jacket and all that. And he done it all in Mickey Pierce. And it's, it's fucking, it's brilliant. I've got it somewhere, but yeah, it's fucking brilliant. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have him at a show or come on mate. Cause he's, he's proper mill all mate back in the day and all that lot. But yeah, I know he's, um, it's not very well at all, unfortunately. So, yeah.
2: Whoa, well, Honeyman there. That's a big shout.
3: <laughs> Honeyman is a big shout, but it goes into what I kind of said earlier about I feel like we have too many players that just run around and don't really have much ability on the ball. And I feel like Honeyman could possibly be one who, who slots into that.
2: Oh, I think that's very harsh, that, Dan.
3: Mate, this Honeyman. next one, this next one. That, nah, I'm not having that, sorry. Oi.
0: Norman, Cuff, yeah, Caffey and Campbell. This one, this next one, mate, is a is a harsh one.
3: Total clear out, just seven on Casper.
2: <laughs>
3: We're winning the league.
2: <laughs> well, I thought that was get rid of Casper, then I was about to panic. Um,
0: We're winning the league. Just, just to clear up, because a couple of people have, have asked it. Basically, Edwards is going to be the manager in everything apart from namesake. So he will be standing on the pitch. He will be doing, you know, the team selection. He will basically be doing the coaching, the training, everything around it. he make all the decisions around the players as such. It's just that the day-to-day running of, you know, like sending scouts, recruitment, etc., etc. that will be done by Aldo. Well, we're assuming that will be done by Aldo, but, I mean, it's just it's just a continental way of. I mean, I'm going to do. Mourinho is head coach, but is 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 the manager. It, so, this is yeah.
4: this is it's an old article. It's from 2015, but I'm just about to put in the chat the link to. Um, it's called the offside rule. I think the person who used to run this is now a presenter for Sky Sports. Uh, there's a couple of them on there, but if you have a look, it basically well, go. goes it through it's the difference.
0: You imagine me on Sky Sports fucking yeah now that'd be scary, would not it? Mate, and why have the comments just suddenly jumped so far? Oh there we go. I'm just posting in there now, head coach. Mate, it's quite it's really yeah. off putting by the way, yeah, because I've got I've got Twitter, I've got Twitter. I've got YouTube analytics running on another computer next to me, and it's slightly delayed. So where I just changed all the screens around, it's just suddenly come up on, on the other screen, and I'm like, what the fuck, what have I done? <laughs> because I was pressing buttons and I just thought I fucked it up, but yeah, no, I haven't. So yeah. Hardy is ca- Hardy is captain. Oh, that's a controversial one. Fleming Barton Hutch. I feel like the only reason
3: people are saying Fleming is because he probably is our most valuable asset. Yeah. So you know, I feel yeah. like if people, you know, if we do want to revamp the squads, you know, we're going to be probably letting a few players go who probably don't have great sell-on values. To to be able to revamp the squad properly, would probably be, a, would selling Fleming would be the best way of probably generating funds.
2: Well, it's going to be a good point as well because certainly we spoke about on the last show, Mickey, in just terms of transfer funds for not only January but moving forward, right? We spent a few quid in the summer for our for our standards. Do we think there's going to be funds available for Edwards to bring in players that he wants to to bring in? If we, we have got a few that are going to be out I of contract, are going to be moved on.
0: Got no idea on that one, mate. I don't know if he would or wouldn't, but Chris has made a good call there. I'd replace I'd replace um Alex Mitchell for Wallace all day long. He's a big lad as well and he can hold his own. So yeah, I'd definitely um I'd definitely go for that. Mitchell is a glorified Ben Thompson. I think that's a bit harsh.
4: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's a bit harsh.
0: Oh, oh Chewy Louie, really? Fuck it, hell, mate. Danny Mac, you're banned. I, 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 I awesome. could put you in a time thing. So, yeah. Pat Mary gave me a lift home for the pub a couple of years ago. He was a cabbie at the time. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I think he might get called Eddie for a nickname, you know, like that Olympic winter athlete. Oh, Eddie... What was his name? Eddie Edwards. What, the, um, Eddie the Eagle Edwards, yeah. Uh, played four two three one 3 one in two games for England, but played a three at the back in every game before that for the last five years. I don't think he'd been oh, what away from England, maybe, yeah. Uh, I won't be singing, he's got egg on his head. Uh, I think we're pretty much... It to be fair, lads, aren't we? Um we spoke to Kavanaugh after the whole game. He said, We as a club are at the top of our spend budget. Jan, it'll be loans at best. That on that um, on sorry, Dan, on that
4: on that, and I don't wanna uh, I don't know anything, I've got no gossip rumours or whatever, but but I think that there might be something in the fact that Sa is not getting a much uh, that much game time, and I think there's potential that it, it could be him that's sold to free up some funds. Personally, um, they've just you've some... been
3: paying him to make him look more valuable. That's that's just what I think. The only... That's
4: that's what I agree. But but I think there's something in place that he's that with a bigger club that potentially he might be off in in, in January, and we're going to release some funds that way. But I agree Maybe. with you. You'd and be playing as well. Not both. You wouldn't sell there's no way they'll sell both in January. I think it's more likely to be Well, insane. I don't
0: know, mate. If now that likely. we might have we might have access to Chelsea's youth squad and um there's potential that if we could sell some players to make some money to, to possibly nick a few youth as loan, I think there's probably every chance in the world, in it. And less hope that if if we are gonna be signing players on loan, let's hope we can
3: send back Longman and Campbell. Sorry, how many are we allowed to over Campbell? How many players six? on loan? You're um, allowed five in, five, five in the squad. a matchday squad, so you can have one just have to sit in the sands if they're all fit. Yep,
0: yeah, Liverpool's been sniffing for SE. I heard there was a potential three million bid for him, but whether or not that that is true or not, I don't know. Should Would you sell him for three bridge. million?
3: No, be. I I'd be looking at at least eight million with a nice
0: sell-on clause. Muscat uh, must come to regret his decision.
3: Maybe this is the stepping stone, and then we're going to get Muscat after this. Or am I just kidding myself?
4: Stop. Just give up. It. it I there know. It I goes. know you want it. Uh... <laughs> it
0: yeah, I think. I think. I think you're probably right there, Richard. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, yeah, there's probably. Um, I think there's probably some Chelsea youth players, mate, earning more than all four of us put together. You know what I mean per week <laughs> then what the I way that, that yeah.
2: Cook. So, I remember what was rumoured that he was on when he was in our school team. <laughs> He's definitely on more than. Go on, Adam, so go, definitely... go on. Give us a go go us. I'll, I'll stick it in the group. But yeah, no, definitely on, on, just... he'll definitely be on. They'll, especially now, he'll definitely be on. I was about, board I was about to say,
3: cause that, that must have been about
0: 40 years ago, Ben. So, could you at least give us a rough ballpark? <laughs> cool
2: uh, I'll stick it in the group. So,
0: yeah. Okay. Right. Um, Stephen, any final words, fella? Uh, Joe Edwards' Barmy Army
4: rolls on into Sheffield Wednesday. Hopefully, some of the listeners will be there. I'm assuming will be around for a live on Friday before the game. Um, just for me, and I'm, I hope that the, the 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 listeners, if if they want to listen to anything that we say, this is going to take time under Edwards. It's not going to be an instant transition into playing like Prime Barcelona. It's not going to happen. So if we, can just, if we can just get behind him and try and support what the club are trying to do, they're moving in a new direction. Saturday's the first game of that. So hopefully, hopefully it's the, it's the start of something special and let's just get behind him.
0: Barry Taylor, listen, right? We can't forget what Wallace has done for the club over the years. It's just unfortunately that age is catching up with him and unfortunately... Um, in the same way it does with all of us, but we can't, we can't say that he hasn't been an absolute superstar for us on, you know, uh, definitely on more times than not. So yeah, definitely we'd have to, we would probably do specials on him to be fair, mate, and do a, you know, look at their best goals or their best things and all that. I mean, was it who was it? Was it Wallace or Cooper who kicked it back to Archer that day? Nah, it's no, it's Cooper. Oh, it was smart Beavis, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember
3: it. I was ball boy that day, sitting on the halfway line. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. uh, Dan, negative Dan, would you like to say anything? Um,
3: yeah, let's just get behind the new man. Uh, you know, it could be an exciting future for us. But as Stephen said, patience. Um, look forward to hopefully seeing as many of you um, in Sheffield on Saturday, I believe this week is the the 18, is the is the party train that myself and Omer are going to be on 1824 um, is going to be there good lad yeah if you want to come and join myself and Omar and a few others on the 10 uh 1002 for some pancreas feel free everyone um yeah. and ben, don't forget your hugs yeah don't i need them and uh ben's gonna roll out
2: of bed there the lucky bastard no let's
0: see. Yeah. so ben anything you want to say fella
2: No, exciting times, mate. Um, I think Stephen covered it. Just, yeah, hopefully we can get behind him, give him the time that he needs. Um, Yeah, looking forward to Saturday. Um, We're um,
3: winning 6-0, it's fine.
2: Yeah, I think we are winning 6-0 Saturday.
3: I mean, to be honest, there is a chance. I I say it. No, hang on. No, I'm not saying that. There's a chance. I say a chance. I think it's going to get rescinded that Barry Bannon might be suspended. And he always scores against us.
4: When you say it might be rescinded, have you seen what?
3: the red card or not no i haven't okay Is I, it, I, it's a very questionable red card also, oh, i'll put right a link okay. into our group chat for anyone who hasn't right. seen it go and have a quick look at the highlights i don't think it's a red card but if the efl want to upheld it uh, uphold it sorry and you know back the referees um then why not
0: All right okay um
4: yeah well, mickey have you got any final
0: words yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. Basically, I'd like to say thank you very much to everyone who came to the game yesterday, everyone who contributed, everyone who put money in the pots. And as always, our fans are unbelievable. I mean, the amount of scores and 50s and stuff going in for like one poppy, you, our fans are just unbelievable. Um, also, a special shout out to Max um, from the club. Um you did something yesterday, but I didn't expect you to do. Didn't know it was going to come. And what you did yesterday was just, just shows the love really what our club has. Um, a friend of mine's little girl, had cancer took him to the game. I, we got, I sorted out some um, tickets for him so they could watch the forces and all that. And, um, one of, uh, one of our players is a favorite player who I reached out to and, uh, And he went and met him after the game and made a day, gave her a shirt, made a day, absolutely made a day. But in the beginning, we were just sorting them out with some lounge tickets so they could go in there. And Max just basically transferred them into the director's, you know, into the comfy seats. And thank you very much for that, Max. That was um, really didn't know it was going to happen or anything else. So thank you very much for that. and also all the fans, everything else, the armed forces, the support you show to the armed forces and everyone else, great. I will be getting a show done shortly through international. It'll be a pre-record where we um, we we'll get the armed forces on, or maybe I'll get a live of them. I don't know yet, but we we'll, we'll do something with the armed forces. Um, so there's not an issue there. And also, um, that yeah, is the best the... comment. That <laughs> is the comment of the night. Give a quid. Give a kid a quid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am talking to a couple of people about um, we want to do something towards Christmas and we're looking at maybe doing like an Amazon wish list um, for Demelza rather than looking at all the logistics of, you know, Christmas presents or toys or whatever. We're just looking to talk to them to get a list of about 10 items and then we are just making an Amazon wish list and then we are just post the links everywhere. And then if you want to contribute, you just buy a toy and it will be delivered to them um that's something we'll be looking at that will go towards the end of um november and um run for a couple of weeks in december for those who want to do it the reason we've turned off if anyone's tried to do super chats or anything else today what happened the other week what we didn't want didn't know anything about and thank you for that but we turned it off because um youtube took 30 of that and uh as much as i i like youtube i don't like them that much um so, yeah, yeah, she got it all clear a couple of weeks ago. Uh, posted a video, um, of her ringing the bell. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, in the capacity where I am, I just wanted to try and do something. Can't do it for everyone, and I'm um, not. It was just something, um, because we've done the bobby day, so we had a bit more thingy. Um, so Demelza would be there. We might look at doing something with the lines and all that lot going forward, lines hub and all that. Um, other than that, we'll look at the live show, we'll see what we can do with that. Um, other than that. That's it. I must say, thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in today. We have had wow. um, monstrous numbers for us. You know, I think we had over 170 people at one point um, live with us. Much appreciated. It's great seeing you, but remember, uh, tell your pals, tell your family, uh, make sure you subscribe and, uh, and like the show because that helps us get in front of more and more people. And um, and that's it. We're done for another week. Remember, we do lives every Friday, every Sunday, and uh, probably through the international, we do a few pre-records, but Friday, Monday, Friday, Sunday, and then the podcast comes out the next day. Chat with Chaps is on the website, on the uh, YouTube now. If you haven't seen it, get over there and watch that, and that'll be out as a podcast on Tuesday. Uh, we're done, and we'll see you again on a Friday before Sheffield. I've got no idea who's going to be on the panel yet, but no doubt we will know closer to the time. Thanks very much ladies and gents and we'll see you next Friday
1: away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com Hi